0: so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Thank you for joining me at uh, Blueprint of Faith. I'm excited about this particular episode. We are going to study... The blessing or the blessing of the high priest. It's, uh, the, it's called in the Hebrew, uh, the Berkat Kohanim and, uh, which is the priestly blessing. We're going to talk about that. I am very excited, um, as we continue this series about Jesus Christ, our high priest. I uh, showed you that um, there are actually two offices or two types of priestlyhood. Uh, we saw Aaron's, we saw Melchizedek, and we talked about each and every one of those. Um, you just need to go back and listen to the other um podcast that we discuss those. And this one, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about the Berkat Kohanim in the Hebrew, and uh, it's also called the threefold blessing or the priestly blessings. Uh, we went through some of the things uh, that a priest does as he Uh, goes before God in the ceremonial uh, cleansing and presenting uh, all of the different things that he does on the behalf of the people before God. And then at the end of that, he comes out and he pronounces a a blessing upon the people. And we we first saw that um, with uh, Aaron. But if you go back further, in the book of Genesis, when uh, Melchizedek uh, presents himself uh, before um, um Abraham, we read also there that he blessed Abraham, he being a priest and he received a priestly blessing and Let's read that it says for this Melchizedek, king of Salem priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham, returning from the slaughter of the kings, and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth, a part of all, first being by interpretation king of righteousness, and after that also king of Salem, which is king of peace, without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abided a priest continually. And that is uh, found in Hebrews chapter 7, verses 1 through uh, 3. And we're going to um, read a little more about Jesus as the high priest. But what I wanted to do is uh, go back and um, look at this priestly bre- blessing that Aaron had uh, pronounced on the children of Israel. And it's very important to, to understand what was going on with these things. The Bible is tells us about blessings all over if you go through the scriptures you'll see all it does is um how god um wants to bless us and as as we we're going to see it was god who instituted blessing and uh, we saw that in in genesis when he created uh man and uh, he blessed them and so it was god who was the first that instituted blessing and he is still Interested and excited about blessing his people, and if you read the Bible, it talks about God's blessing and His blessing on His His people. But we're going to look, and we're going to break up this um, uh, into two pieces. First, we're going to look at um, the uh, the blessing of the priests with uh, the children of Israel, and then we're going to look. At the blessing that Jesus has given to us in Ephesians chapter 1, and uh, we will look at that because there's a lot of um, stuff that we are blessed with and uh, 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 how our life should uh, manifest some of this. And most of our problem Is simply that we don't believe. And uh, I went through the scriptures and I showed you Abraham. It says Abraham became fully persuaded. And so it's up to you and I, as we begin to uh, study the Word of God and have a relationship with Jesus and God the Father and the Holy Spirit, that you and I uh, um will become fully persuaded and uh, once we become fully persuaded we it is ours that revelation is ours and god said that that revelation is um to our children's children so let's go and take a look and um and read the scriptures when it comes to uh the blessing of when uh Aaron blessed the people and let's uh first i'll read it and then we're going to go back and take a look at the context within which this was said and um uh, so that it means a lot and and you'll understand why it's very important of the context in which it was said and at the time uh the timing of the children of israel when this was released to them and so um The blessing, uh, let's read the scripture in Numbers chapter 6, 22, and it reads that uh, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, thus shall you bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, the Lord or Yahweh bless you and keep you. Yahweh make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yahweh lift up, his countenance upon you and give you peace, verse twenty seven. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless them. And that uh, is um, what they call the threefold blessing. And uh, we are going to go into that um, and uh, look at that a closer. To understand how they extracted that information and call it the three, um, uh, you know, the three uh, blessings. So let's look at the context of what, when this had said, uh, the context here was that the children of Israel, um, uh, they had just left um, Egypt. They were slaves there for 400 years. Um, God had delivered them. The final uh, thing was the shedding of the blood at the Passover. Um, The other uh, thing that they experienced there was that they went through the Red Sea and uh, God delivered them from their enemies. And, um, uh, the other aspect of it was that they were among Moses was on Mount Sinai. They were there. They received the law from God. And, um, uh, the next stage then was the, uh, the promised land that he had promised them that he would give to them the land of Canaan. And, um, uh, we were going to, and so that, that's the context. And I'll go through a little more about uh, that promised land, but. Uh, that's the 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 context of what was going on, and so the next phase from this journey that they were um about to embark on was that journey of into the wilderness and it's very symbolic also in our lives uh that we all go through um the wilderness but um I wanna be. I want to encourage you through the Word and show you that uh, God is interested in you being victorious in the wilderness, and um, my hope is that you do not... Become as the children of Israel did. They uh, murmured and complained and all that, all of those type behaviors, um, because they did not adjust their thinking and their perspective of where they were. Um, and we can uh, attest to that and say that uh, you know uh, because of the time that they were in uh, captivity of four hundred years that they were. It was baked into them, um, on belief, I guess you would say. But God gave them every opportunity to uh, change their perspective, so that He can take them into the Promised Land. But um, in that wilderness, it uh, there was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, um, shedding of 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 people, because millions of them had, had, died, had died through that process. And the ones that came out of the wilderness were their children. And those children were the ones that went and learned how to conquer um, uh, uh, giants, because there were giants in the land. And so even after you've gone through your wilderness that you have in your life today, once, once you come out of that you will find yourself uh, before giants um so uh the the wilderness experience in my belief, is for you to get a chance to get closer to God and for you to begin to uh, grow and become stronger, shed all those uh, beliefs that you have because of uh, your years of not being saved, your teaching from churches that don't believe the Word, and pastors and all the other things that you've gone through. And so, what uh when you're in the wilderness change your perspective because i'm going to show you what god did for his people in the wilderness and um so uh uh, let's go into a little of um uh, this blessing that uh abraham um that aaron had released into them which i told you is um structured where they they call it the um uh, the you know it's uh, three three phase or three results of it or, or you know of it of this um, blessing. The first part of it it em- uh, uh gifts, blessings and security, um, that protection. Um, the second phase of it. Uh, he got, you know the priest talks about um uh, being gracious and um that he will shine a light upon you um the third yeah, aspect of it um is that uh god will um Uh, he will uh, shine his face he's interested in you in your outcome it says that the lord um, or yahweh lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace and so he's interested in your outcome the first word as i said the first phase yahweh bless you and keep you and so he is interested in you blessing you materially but you also have to be um mature enough to handle the degree of material blessing that he releases to you. And that is the same thing as I mentioned to you about the knowledge that was given to, to our fathers, um, our, our parents in the garden that that knowledge that was given to them exposed them, they weren't ready, they weren't mature enough to deal with it. And um, that information, when he presented himself to them, it's not God didn't want them to have it. They weren't ready to receive it. And so he said, pick up any other um, uh, tree. And his his hope, and it was what God wanted or intended for man to do, was to go first to the tree of life and pick from the tree of life, and eat from the tree of life. And once he partook of the tree of life, then he, we, you and I would have been sealed, and um, all of this would not have happened. But um, let's go back. It says that Yahweh bless you and keep you. So, he's interested in blessing you, but again, um he, is if he gives you a million dollars a day, are you still going to be a Christian? Are you still going to be one that worships him, keeps him first and, and put him first in your life? So, um uh, but he is interested in blessing you and protecting you. The second is this, Yahweh makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And I've talked to you about that word, grace, grace, um, Uh, everyone, uh, when I was in church and when I was growing up in church, uh, pardon me, they would say it's God's unmerited favor. But as I began to study the word, it goes a little more than that. And I did a podcast, uh, actually two podcasts one about grace and the behind, which I call the behind the scenes stuff. Um, and, uh, the revelation that God had given to me about grace was that it was not that God's unmerited favor, but the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to the believer. And I've showed you examples of that. And we saw an example of that in the children of Israel when they, God was bringing them out of Egypt. It says he, he, um, uh, grace was upon them, and he told them to go and ask the Egyptian for their gold and their silver and all these type of stuff, and they gave it to them because it says great grace was upon them, God had given grace on them, and so uh the grace is God's part, but the faith is your part, and so the faith was that they believed God and they asked so and and I've told you and showed you through the scriptures that that through that combination it says in the scriptures for by grace are you saved through faith it is a gift of god that process is a gift of god and an example of that was seen in this transformation of wealth between the egyptian and the um the children of israel so um we have a lot to talk about. And I'm excited by this uh, information. It's going to be a little longer um, because it's so much uh, to understand. And so, as uh, we see this blessing being released onto, onto the children of Israel, um, that the result of this blessing is seen while they're in the, um, the wilderness. Uh, they were there in the wilderness for 40 years. And, um, through that time, again, that incident of them receiving this blessing was before they got into the wilderness. And so, um, let's look into the wilderness and just, um, put a surmise some of the things that happened there. We saw that they receive supernatural provision. They got um, manna from heaven. They got quail. Um, so, supervision, uh, supernatural provision for your needs, and um, their clothes and shoes never wore out. Again, That is, think about that, their clothes, for 40 years, their shoes and their clothes never wore out. Their flocks increase, um, even though you're in the wilderness now, yet your flock will increase, and so your business uh, would increase, so your your uh, family would increase. The things that sustain you, as far as... um, uh, when you're in your wilderness, there's, uh, the blessing is capable of, um, providing these things for you. Um, re- they receive supernatural guidance in the form of a cloud by day and fire by night. Um, and God said there, He said, I will bless. Um, as I mentioned to you earlier, He said that, um, uh, He wants to, um, uh, Part of the blessing is to to shine his face and bless you and and protect you. And so he's doing what he said he would do, Um, and the blessing, the priestly blessing. And you study the word, there's so many blessings through the scriptures. Just, Just take a look, just type in blessings and you'll see what I'm talking about. But I'm focusing on the priestly blessings right now and um we're focusing uh the first half on uh uh Aaron's blessing and the results of that and so um we see that uh, uh we mentioned that their their the flocks that they had increase even though the the, the Conditions for for feeding flocks was not there in the wilderness, not as um, it would be if they were someplace different where there's lots of grass and so forth. Um, we see that uh, even an angel uh, was there to protect them in their journey. So uh, protection, as I mentioned, they received another thing was health, perfect health, and. Um, uh, the Bible says that there was not a feeble one amongst them, and so um when the Bible says there was not a feeble one amongst them it simply means that none of them were sick and so um uh what's your situation that you're going through in uh uh in your 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 wilderness? The people of also also, they they receive,s they experience had a chance to experience uh, just what I I call supernatural worship, Uh, the glory of God. It says, "Fill the holies of holies." While they were in the desert, folks, and so um, this is the provision and the power of God being shown out through the blessing and the results of the blessings as the children of Israel were continuing their journey. And um, I wanted to to bring all of that to you, to encourage you, to let you know that we have a high priest that is uh, uh, that has blessed us, and uh, what we're going to do now is uh, take a look at what Jesus has done. I wanted to set the stage and show you the power of the priestly blessing, how it manifested in the um, life of the um, Israelite people as they walk through their process to obtaining their uh, promise of uh, a, a, you know, the promised land that God had promised them. And so uh, the scene, as I mentioned, was set up, you know, the 400 years and all the blessings that they got of their deliverance. And the picture of this in... Um, with the children of Israel and the children of uh, God, the the body, Um, the Israelites, is an example of salvation in you and I or you and my life. And the church preached a lot of things, but they miss one part of that. And I think uh, you and I, in the last days, we will experience some of this, uh, because it has to be, um, experienced. It's still not, our fullness of our salvation is not, is not experienced. The fullness of our salvation, um, one of the things that is not, uh, expressed in our life is the transfer of wealth. And that is a part mm-hmm. that, uh, you and I will see in the last days, that transfer of wealth. But the transfer of wealth is not for cars. Um, if you read uh, Isaiah, um, where Jesus Christ declares, he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And to to heal the sick and to all of those things that he pronounced that the Spirit of the Lord was upon him to do, he did. And then there, the other part of the chapter, is goes into about uh, subduing kingdoms and all that type stuff, and that is our job. And at some point, you and I will have to take up that mantle. But what we're going to do right now is go into the blessings of the priestly blessings of what Christ did on our behalf. Um, As I mentioned to you, I just wanted to give you a background and show you that the priestly blessing that Aaron blessed on his people, on the people of Israel, and I wanted to show you how it manifested and how it protected them so that you will understand that the same principle works for you and I with Jesus. And let's do a quick recap. Yahweh bless you and keep you. Yahweh make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yahweh lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So now let's take a look at the book of uh, Ephesians. We're going to look at Ephesians. um, It is actually uh, Ephesians chapter 1. And let's take a look at some of the blessing that uh, Jesus, our high priest, um, has done on our behalf. But first, let me, let me read. Uh, let me take you guys to Hebrews chapter 7, uh, verses 24. We're going to pick up um, at, uh, um, let me take a look. Let's say, let's pick up at 21. For thou, those priests were made without an oath. Uh, He's talking about them, the uh, Aaron's priesthood. But this was an oath by him that said unto him, The Lord swore on and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. This is God calling Jesus, making an oath saying that you are going to be this type of priest. So as we go on, by so much was Jesus made a surety for a better testament. And they truly were many priests, because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. But this man, because he continued forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the utmost, that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. And I talked about uh, the one of the priests' um, job is to pray. And so here it is, uh, that he, live, he ever liveth to make intercession for them, meaning us. For such a high priest became us who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens, who needed not daily, as those high priests, to offer up sacrifice for his own sins, and then for the peoples, for this he did once, when he offered up himself. For the law maketh men high priests, which have infirmities, but the word of an oath, which was since, the, which was since the law make it the son who is consecrated forevermore, and so that is Jesus, our high priest. Uh, the Bible tells us, as I studied and I went over, and I told you that he um, he uh, he went to the heaven; he ascended into the heavens. Um, in the presence of God, and we see that in Hebrews nine twenty four, to be a high priest, and that's what he is doing today. And so, we're going to take a look now in Ephesians and see um, as uh, Paul gets this revelation about the high priestness of Jesus Christ, and he begins to talk um, about his office and and the blessings that comes through this high priest, Jesus. Paul states, Blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. So we are seeing now that our blessing has changed to a different type um, who did bless us in every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. First, number one, according as he did choose us in him before the foundation of the world. Two, for our being holy and unblemished before him in love. Three, having foreordained us, to the adoptions of the sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, in which he did make us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have the redemption through his blood, the remission of the trespasses according to the riches of his grace, in which he did abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the secrets of his will, according to his good pleasure he purposed in himself, in regard to the dispensation of the fullness of the time, to bring into one the whole in the Christ, both the things in the heavens and the things upon the earth. In him whom also we did obtain an inheritance, being foreordained according to the purpose of him who that all things is working according to the counsel of his will. For our being to the praise of his glory, even those who did first hope in Christ. In whom you also having heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, in whom also having believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is an earnest earnestness of our inheritance to the redemption of the, um, the acquired position to praise his glory. Wow. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the recognition of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened for you knowing that what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints. There's so much going on here, guys. This is the blessing that has been pronounced on you and I. Um, And accordingly, he has blessed us before the foundation of the earth, uh, being holy and unblemished before him in love. And we see that um, uh, uh, we are chosen before the foundation of the earth. We are holy and blameless um, in Christ and through Christ. Um, because of his love. Uh, we are predestined to to adoption, it tells us. Uh, we are accepted uh, in the beloved. It goes on to say we are redeemed. We receive redemption through his blood. We also have forgiveness of sins, um, the riches of his grace, um, and I talk to you about what grace is, the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to the believer. And Paul makes a statement, he says, the, the grace of God is sufficient. And so it's sufficient, yes, if you understand that you put your faith with that. And the grace of God um, you shall be saved the scripture says for by grace are you saved through fate it is a gift the process of the grace of God um, working on the heart of the individual along with your fate will always produce the answer and you shall be saved definite article we um, talk about uh, uh, as I mentioned His grace, the riches of His grace, Um, we are able to know the mysteries of God. Um, He says that He makes it available for us. Um, the mystery of god's will and uh, we can uh, get that you know through our relationship with god we have obtained an eternal inheritance that cannot lose its value um and um uh, we it tells us that we've we've received heard and received the word of truth and we are sealed it tells us also with the holy spirit of promise and um uh, we we know the hope of his calling. These are all blessings that um, we have. We um, we we the riches of his inheritance. Uh, we know the value of that. The exceeding greatness of his power. Um, these are some of the blessings that we have received through the Christ uh, through Christ uh, priestly um, office. And he is praying before the Father continually, as I read that for you. And if you look at Jesus's ministry, he's all about blessing. One of the first sermons that he ever talked about was when he get up and he goes through, blessed are, blessed are, blessed are. We see that he goes through um, his life and he's constantly blessing people. Uh, he blesses disciples um, when he was on his way up into the heavens, he released that blessing into us as well. And so, um, uh, he is interested. I mentioned to you, God is interested. You saw the results of the blessing that Aaron released to the children of Israel before their journey into their wilderness. Um, we saw the results of those blessings that was performed on their behalf while in the wilderness. And so now we are looking at these blessings that Jesus has provided for us and um, uh, we have to become as Abraham, our father. uh, He became fully persuaded of what? That God was able to do what he said he would do. And so you and I have to become fully persuaded to, uh, to, to accept these blessings that Jesus Christ has bestowed upon us as our high priest before the father he is interceding daily for you and i and um, we have an advocate i talked about that that's a legal term that uh, we have a representative in the legal courtroom of god the father that when satan presents himself our advocate is ever present um, with his briefcase and his notes on us just as uh uh, the enemy presents with his briefcase and his note his notes on us so we have this case going on but we have an priest that has paid the price with his blood um, and the blood of jesus christ is testifying on our behalf and is speaking out on our behalf and uh, uh crying out before the Father so that His face can continually shine on us because of the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm going to do a study uh, um, about the blood, and we'll talk about that uh, upcoming. But I wanted to take some time and show you... Uh, that we are blessed, as the scripture says, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. The Bible tells us that Jesus says, the king, the, I have given you the keys to the kingdom, the kingdom of God is at hand. Um, he, he, He has given us all these things, it, as I mentioned to you before, that um uh the mysteries of His will, He is made, uh, revealed to us through the Word. And that is why you and I need to study the Word of God, so that we can get a glimpse of the mysteries of His will, and um, uh, see that He has willed that we would be blessed. He has willed that we would receive the blessing that has passed through the the lineage of Jesus, Abraham, and the blessing of Abraham is another thing. The blessing is a tangible thing. It is so powerful that it protected and uh, uh, provided for the children of Israel in a desert. Guys, Their flocks increased in a desert. Their shoes and clothing did not wear out for 40 years. In the desert, they saw the power and the presence of God. In the desert, they were blessed. And so, you and I are blessed. And We are blessed with uh, the protection of God. We are blessed with the provision of God. We are blessed with the blood. We are blessed with forgiveness. Uh, These are the the spiritual things that Jesus has given to us. Um, We are adopted. We are uh, holy and blameless in Christ. Um, We were chosen before the foundation of the earth. We are accepted in the beloved we are redeemed. We receive uh, forgiveness of sin. These are the spiritual blessings that you and I have. And so, I encourage you that uh, uh, you are blessed. I want to say to you that you are blessed. And um, uh, there's a scripture that um, uh, that uh, Paul. I love Paul in the sense where he talks about uh, he is so good in um, pronouncing blessings on people as you read the the book of of, uh, all his his writings. And um, one of my favorites that uh, they call it, uh, you know, benedictions and so forth at the end of, of the, you know, he would preach some of these beautiful benedictions and all of these different things that that Paul would say to the people. But one of his, one of my favorites uh, that he says is in um, Second Corinthians chapter chapter um, uh, thirteen verses fourteen. He says, "And this is my f- for you." 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 14. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Until next time. If you um, have friends, uh, families, Um, anyone, your study group. I um, ask that you would help them, let them subscribe to the podcast as I try to bring to you guys uh, information from the Word of God weekly that you and I can grow and become who we are in Christ Jesus. And it is my hope that uh, this podcast would grow and um, that you and I would come together and uh, listen and grow together and become effective for the kingdom of God, that we can begin to change this place for our father to let the people know that he loves them and that uh, he's a provider, as we saw in this study about the blessing of the priestly blessing that was provided uh, for the children of Israel before the entrance into the wilderness. And whatever wilderness you're in today, be blessed and know that uh, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with you. Uh, Support us if you can by hitting uh, the heart uh, button. And whatever you can give to us is appreciated. And I thank you. And um, I pronounce that blessing in the name of Jesus. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time,